Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Monday, the day after the weekend of the draft, and we are ready to welcome in 13 brand new Packers, including as well as 11 undrafted free agents, which the Packers literally just announced a little bit before me going live here on Cheesehead TV. Hope everyone had a good weekend. Thanks to all of you, every single one of you, who tuned in for any amount of our draft coverage Thursday through Saturday. Uh, The Saturday crew, you guys are legends. It's always a gauntlet. It's always a good time. Of course, I was chastised for uh, making light of the seventh round. Don't you know any one of those dudes could be the next Donald Driver? Man, people got to lighten up. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody in the comments section. Pack Daddy's here, of course. Joe's here, the living legend. Brandy! stalwart what's fun about brandy i will say this you go to any packers youtube page like any packers live on youtube like if it's the packers official account if it's andy's thing and if it's here cheese at tv you always see brandy commenting i mean you talk about a die hard packers fan brandy's legit gotta love it gots to love it dennis how are you buddy hope you're doing well good to see you uh is rookie minicamp this weekend or next jake it is this upcoming weekend uh, so starting, I believe, on Friday, uh, they'll arrive, and then Saturday, Sunday, etc. But, yes, it's this weekend. Uh, Brian, asking the question du jour here this afternoon. I just talked about this on Twitter. What's up, Aaron? Thanks for the draft show. Is there any other option for a love contract besides the fifth-year option? Uh, it sounds like you're asking, like, is there any other option besides the nuclear option? We have to. We have to save the planet. Um, No, that's just my brain. Uh, Yeah, of course, there's the option to extend him. Or they could potentially just go into the season with basically a lame duck quarterback and say, show us what you got, kid. I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, My suspicion is this is a very unique spot because so few teams, if any, ever do this, right? Take a quarterback in the first round and then have them sit for three years and then basically have to start them not knowing what they've really got and then hand them a big extension. I don't think the Packers are going to do that, but I would suspect, um, and as far as I know right now, we're sitting here at 5.05 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the deadline has arrived where the Packers would have had to exercise that fifth-year option here on May 1st. They have not done so as far as I can tell. That does, I, there's nothing official that I've seen, um, but the reporting seems to indicate that they have not picked up that fifth-year option, um, which would lead me to believe, and this is just my guesswork here, that they're probably going to work on some kind of extension with a very somewhat unique uh, structure uh, with some, you know, uh, escalators and things, bonus, possible bonuses for reaching milestones, what have you, um, prior to the start of the season. I'll be shocked if Jordan goes into the 2023 regular season without some kind of new contract. Uh, the, the fact that they didn't pick up the fifth-year option is interesting. I would have thought they would have. Um, in a league where the top flight guys are now making $50 million a year and Jordan Love would have been scheduled to make just over $20 million guaranteed, it is the fully guaranteed that is probably gumming up the works here. Um, but, yeah, if guys are making $50 mil, am I starting quarterback making $20 million in 2024? Especially if he shows out in 2023? I don't hate it. But there's probably a lot of considerations when it comes to the salary cap and fitting that number in, trying to get that down. Um, no doubt, uh, Russ Ball and the Packers have done a great job getting Aaron Rodgers off the books for 2024, 
probably want to add maneuverability with the cap getting Jordan's number down. So we'll see. Um, like I said, as far as I know, as far as I can tell, they have not picked up the options. So that would indicate to me that they're undoubtedly working on some kind of extension. Now, I don't know. I highly doubt it's some big money, lot of years con- kind of extension, but we'll see. A lot of ball game left there. Johnny Rivers, how are you, man? Good to see you. Uh, Eric, Anthony Johnson wearing 36 without starting year one. Well, you don't know that he's not starting. He might. We'll see what happens in training camp. But I also, I'll just say, you know, we've had Nick Collins and Ladarius Gunter through the building now having worn 36. It's tough, man. It's tough to be in the shadow of Leroy Butler. It's also tough that the Packers are so rarely uh, pulling the trigger when it comes to um, – you know, retiring numbers for the all-time greats. Leroy is now a Hall of Famer. It's tough to see it handed out still, but hey, man, good luck, kid. You got a, you got a lot to live up to with number 36 on your back. Pack Daddy, thanks so much for the super chat. Seems like the theme of our D-line picks wasn't run stuffing, but instead backfield disruption. I like that. Thoughts? I very much agree, Pack Daddy. Um, I think there's no doubt, and I think Brian touched on this a little bit in his post-draft presser, um, you know, they went away from what they've done with the kind of bigger hulking guys, and maybe they'll be asking for a little less two-gapping where you're trying to control a gap and a little bit more of what you're talking about there, a little more disruption, a little more upfield, quick step, cause havoc in the backfield. And this should help, I would hope, in regards to not only, obviously, early downs where teams do tend to run a little bit more, um, you know, creating havoc for running backs in the backfield, but also getting to the quarterback in a league where the best down to throw the football on his first down, as Bill Walsh famously said. Hopefully this enables them to generate a little bit more pass rush, because there were often times, especially on first downs, where you would see a four-man rush from Joe Barry's group up front, and there was very little push, especially along the interior. So, um, I'm with you. I think that's a noticeable change in that regard. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. 1265 rookies on the squad this year. Get hyped. Get hyped! I'm down with it. Can they do a fifth year and then extend after? Greg, they can. That is 100% possible. I just don't know if they've done the fifth year option yet. And again, all signs point to they have not. But yes, that is a possibility. You could sign them to a fifth year option and then extend after that. Um, And I want to say they've done that before. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think they have. Johnny, thanks for the super chat. Uh, Unless Ryan can turn it around, it seems very unlikely they will be able to part with Bakhtiari like they seemingly want to next year? Um, well, I don't know. Well, we'll see. I mean, I don't know that Ryan is the uh, long-term answer, even if he hits at tackle, seeing as he ran at guard most of last training camp. Um, and there's also the draft next year. Who knows who else develops, you know, along their uh, 13-man offensive line squad. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it all on the development of Ryan. John, thanks for the super chat. The construction of this team feels like big boy football, tougher and more physical than we have seen in prior years. JVN will be a monster. I mean, yeah, they're definitely adding attitude. There's definitely a different kind of mindset, I would say. And I know know Matt referenced a dog mentality. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I even know, begin to really understand what that means. But I I do think there's a a little bit of gumption, a little bit of attitude, a little bit of willingness to mix it up so to speak. And uh, it's, my, it's my friend KB always says, Andrew and KB, a little bit of nasty on both sides of the ball. A little bit more, 
willingness to to get a little more physical. I, I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, we're completely changing the makeup of the team, but the mentality of these guys, a lot of the picks, you got to think, yeah, that there's definitely something there. There's definitely the desire to, um, yeah, maybe forge a little bit of a new identity. I do not doubt that for a moment. <laughs> Too old for this. That's great. I'm not late, nor am I early. I'm arriving precisely when I mean to. How's everyone doing? Nice pull. Uh, Walter, thank you for the super chat. Sorry, I'm not here regularly. Fatherhood, I tell you, LOL. Do you think what you see is what you get with our wide receiver core with our longest tenure wide receiver is last year's draft class? Walter, hey, man, no problem. I get you on fatherhood. Trust me. Um, yeah, I just spoke with Andy Herman about this on the latest Let's Talk Football. Highly encourage everyone to check it out here on the YouTube channel. Um, you know, before the draft, I would have said, yeah, good chance I'll still bring in a vet after the draft, etc. But with the additions of the wide receivers and the tight ends, I don't know, man. I don't know that I, I don't think they need one. I mean, yes, I get having a vet in the room, etc. But, man, you got a young core ready to grow together and develop and bringing in somebody a la Sammy Watkins last year just to take reps away from those young guys doesn't make a ton of sense to me, especially with a whole host of dudes who are going to need time on the field and going to need reps to get better. Um, Now, you know, who knows? Maybe they get to camp and they think, well, Nelly, what do we got here? This isn't working or what have you. And then they bring somebody in or trade for someone even. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. Like I said, before the draft, I would have said probably a good bet. But now, I don't know. I don't know, we'll see. That, uh, I'm not completely dismissing the idea that they do, but uh, there's a chance that this might be what they roll with. Edmundo, thanks for the super chat. Great work on the draft. Glad we drafted 13 Hall of Famers. Go, Pat, go. Thank you. Like I said, thanks to everyone who watched. It was a lot of fun. Everybody involved. M, thank you for the super chat. So excited for this roster. Tons of youth and talent on this offense. Can't wait for next season. Even if love wouldn't work, we'd be good in the future. I mean, that's a that's a bold statement there at the end. It's, you know, built around the idea that love will be good. Um, and, yes, if they're terrible this year, they could be in position to draft a quarterback next season. That is definitely a possibility. But, man, I don't know. I don't know. They, uh, if, if love doesn't work out, they're in for a chase. Worst time to look for a quarterback is when you need one. Uh, we shall see. Before history is written... It's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shall see. Well, thanks, Billy. That's nice of you to say. Too old for this. Thanks for Super Chat. Last year, we had Zach Tom Bombadil. This year, we have Lucas Van Nazgul. <laughs> no, sorry. I got to veto that one. <laughs> no, the Nazgul are evil. You know, Tom Bombadil is, like, omniscient and, like, been around forever and just kind of doesn't pick a side. Like, so I could understand that. Like, it's kind of like an offensive lineman. Like, nope. Nope. Like, just dispassionate and just steering you where you need to go. Like, I understood that Zach Don Bombadil. I don't know about Lucas Van Nazgul. I can't, I can't get on board with that one. Although the, uh, the shirt design would be awesome. Jovan Wallace, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, I keep hearing media pundits say the Packers need to bring in veterans at tight end and wide receiver. I think they don't need. What are your thoughts? Kind of just you know, talked about that a little bit ago, obviously, here on the stream. It, but, again, I'm not completely dismissing the possibility. I understand why people say that. Yeah, it's very, very young, very, very inexperienced. But, yeah, they're going to have to learn. They're going to have to develop. And this is a year where it's a pretty big reset. I think it's the perfect chance to let them get on the field and learn on the job, so to speak. But, again, that doesn't preclude the idea of bringing in a wide receiver or a tight end. <laughs> Can we call JVN Jukeness Monster? Sure. <laughs> young Feezy Baby, thanks for the super chat. Uh, Jaden Reed is an absolute dog, our kind of guy. I love his tape. I'll tell you that. And he looks so good at the Senior Bowl. Man, I'm with you. Uh, I'm excited. Very, very excited. Uh, AO, when was the last time they didn't draft any old linemen? Must feel good about that room. Yeah, I think it's 2015. The last time they didn't draft a single offensive lineman. It's been a while. It has been a while. And yes, they probably feel pretty good about that room. But I will also say I think they were just true to their board. Um, I think if a premier offensive tackle um, was in the offing there at 13, they would have considered it. Um, but, you know, after that, after the 13th pick, I don't. if it would have been a premier talent, I think they may have taken a tackle there. But after that, it was not a very rich class in that regard, and I'm not surprised that they didn't pull the trigger. Um, again, I think most likely they were just true to their board. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. Is Barry's job on the line this year, especially with Green Bay insanely drafting D in the first round every year? Man, I'm just going to reiterate what I said basically after day three of the draft. No more excuses for Joe Barry. None. Zero. That man has to produce, and I don't even need an elite defense, but he has to produce a consistent, tough defense that doesn't give up easy yardage, a defense that contests things, a defense that actually, you know, defends the amount of easy conversions, the amount of easy yardage that this defense gave up last year, especially in the first half of the season, is mind-blowing. You go back and you watch it, and it's like, yeah, they improved in the second half of the year, and that's kind of your lasting impression of the season, but then you go back and you watch, like, the first month, month and a half, and they are just 
giving guys crossers. I mean, the amount of deep crossers, they were just like, by all means. I can't, you can, no, no more, no way, shape, or form. Can't do it. He's been given way too much talent. And I understand, I've already seen the pushback on, oh, the safety position, what have you. You don't need all-stars. You don't need, you, know, you don't need like all pros and all three levels everywhere you go to form a good defense. And I'm again, I'm not even talking elite. I'm not talking great. Just a good defense. You know? I just, oh. No more excuses. None. Zero. Uh, Tyler, thanks for the super chat. New Cheesehead TV shirt for 2023 Bowling Ball Brooks because that dude is going to wreck shop. I like it. I like all the ideas. These are fun. <laughs> these are great. Um, Mike, thanks for the super chat. Excited about these players, but Packers fans will need to reset expectations to signs of development with so many new moving parts here all at once. Yeah, I think most of the fan base is in that headspace. I've been pleasantly surprised in that regard. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're not lying. There's no doubt about it. But I don't think most Packers fans – not all of them, but most Packers fans are in a pretty good spot when it comes to expectations for 2023. I think anybody expects Jordan Love to come out and look like Aaron Rodgers in his prime or anything like that. I don't think they expect the offense to be this well-oiled machine. There are going to be fits and starts. There are going to be guys having up and down you know, weeks, months, what have you. But the key component for Jordan and all the guys, young guys is – learning and developing and learning from mistakes and not repeating mistakes. And if they can get to a point, say second half of the season where you can see things starting to come together, they're in a pretty good spot. Eric, thanks for the super chat. How do you feel about safety now? I think there's enough talent. I don't think there's world beaters, but there's enough. Um, that's a spot where they could still bring in a veteran. There, there's, there's a chance. I think there's a lot bigger chance that a vet uh, happens there than anywhere else in the roster, especially after Brian uh, in his post-draft press conference said that they aren't closing the door on bringing Adrian Amos back. So the fact that, you know, even that is still open would tell you that they're still amiable to at least looking at a vet. But I think there's enough on hand right now to compete and be a pretty damn good squad would be, uh, would be my estimation. Andrew, thanks to the Super Chat. Appreciate you calling it a reset, not a rebuild. Man, it just feels like that's appropriate, right? For a team that has core players like Bakhtiari, like Aaron Jones, like Kenny Clark, I just and Jair Alexander. Just, there's way too much talent on hand here to call it a rebuild. The Bears are rebuilding perpetually, really. But, you know, the Packers, they're resetting. And I understand it's going to be a step back. But if they win seven, eight, nine games... That's, I mean, which is probably what people expect them to. I saw FanDuel this morning has the over-under for the Packers season at 7.5. I'll take the over on that. You know, I, and I think that's reasonable. But it doesn't feel like, you know, they're going to bottom out and hit three or four wins, which is what a rebuilding team would be looking like. Uh, it's just, and it's, hey, look, at the end of the day, ultimately it's semantics and it doesn't mean shit. But I appreciate you appreciating it, Andrew. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Jim, thanks for the super chat. When can I buy a Cheesehead TV shirt with love and craft in... <laughs> Someday. 
Gary, thanks for the super chat. I'm happy with this draft. Can't wait to watch this new offense exploit the entire field. Oh, a telling shot there at the uh, lack of attacking the middle of the field. I mean, I hear you, and I love it, uh, especially with these tight ends. Let's go. Let's use that seam, shall we? I'm down with it. Mr. Tundra, thanks for the super chat. Have you heard or seen tape of any of our UDFAs? Are you kidding me? I've barely looked at all the draft picks. Give me a little bit. And here's the thing. I like most times, not all always, but a lot of the times the undrafted guys, it's like I just really like to see them when I get to camp, you know, see them in an NFL setting and stuff like that. Um, because a lot of times they're small schools, not all the time, but sometimes they're small schools against inferior competition. You don't really get a kind of feel for what you're really looking at. Um, but, yeah, no, not, nothing yet. Um, I'll, I'll look at some stuff before – before the offseason's over, but not a ton. Quinn, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, could be wrong, but I see nothing wrong with Goody's comment on love. I think that's a reasonable approach to this year. Yeah, I would agree. Um, again, I'm a little surprised in a league where, uh, you know, top flight starters are making 50. I'd pull the trigger on 20 million guaranteed for Jordan, but I understand also it is a lot of money to play guaranteed for a guy who hasn't played a lot and wanting to get that number down for cap purposes. I understand it there. Jake, thanks for the super chat. Highlight a draft weekend for you. Thanks for all you do. Oh, that's nice of you, Jake. Um, Man, that's a tough one. I don't know. Probably Robin giving Kerry the G the thumbs up uh, at his taste test on day three of the draft. Uh, what else we got? What's your favorite draft pick? Ooh, good question, Adam. Favorite one? It's got to be Kraft. I'm so excited for his attitude on the field and off the field. I just... He signals the kind of a new feel, you know, he really feels you talk about the mindset and uh, I loved his availability on draft night and I love the tape. I'm, I'm down. Uh, that's probably my guy, but man, I'm excited by most of everything I've seen. I mean, this is the thing, right? You see them in college and they've made it to the NFL. They're the 1% of the 1%. Now we have to see them, you know, the iron be sharpened by the iron. You know, it's a whole other world. You hit the NFL. And these guys are going to take their lumps. But, yeah, I'm excited by the class. Uh, improving the offensive line is the best way to help Love succeed. I tend to agree, and I've talked about it a lot, Glenn. Um, I think, obviously, they're going to be way ahead of the curve than where they were last year by just being able to roll out Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins in week one. And Matt talked about it, you know, as far as continuity, finding that five earlier in the process and being able to stick with them from the get-go should help immensely, no doubt about it. Mm. What team do I think had the best draft in the North? Oh, Callum, that's adorable. That's, uh, that's you know, thinking that I pay attention or care about what anybody else in the division does. Man, I'm sure I'll see some stuff here throughout the offseason, but I don't really care what any team does other than the Green Bay Packers. That's why on draft night we only talk about the Packers. You know, it's, I just, you know, the rest of the division, whatever they got to do. I will say, though, it did break my fucking heart on night one when they took my guy, Darnell Wright, at offensive tackle. Broke my heart. They took David Montgomery back in the day, then they took Darnell Wright. Thanks. I hate it. All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Like I said earlier, please check out my latest Let's Talk Football with Andy Herman. Um, Andy's always got great stuff on the draft and 
pretty much everything Packers. So please check that out, and then please hit like, hit subscribe, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we're devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. <laughs>